Now going live. All right, now we're on. Here's our theme song. Okay. <laughs> I can't stop listening to that. Like when people call me, I don't answer the phone because I want to listen to this. My favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll be I'll be in the gym training people, and that shit comes on, and they just look at me like, dude, what the fuck? I'm like, don't you know what song that is? And they're like, yeah, I do. That's the fucking problem. <laughs> it's the greatest, greatest, greatest ringtone ever. I always have the best ringtones. Like I remember when I was in college, that uh, Gwen Stefani song, the the shit's bananas. That was my ringtone for like a whole semester. I would just put the dumbest shit on there. Anyways, so what's up, everybody who's listening and not listening? We're going to talk about um, – I've been doing a lot of uh, moments of realization this week on my page, just talking about instances where I kind of woke up and like, okay, I got to stop being fucking fat and out of shape and a piece of shit, and I would go do something about myself. So – we're gonna gotta dip into that a little bit today because we're gonna we're gonna relate that to um, kind of like a one a one fix action. It's like a thought process that can lead you towards any solution. How to troubleshoot when doing stuff like this. But first, Mary, I want you to tell us about a time you had like a shameful eating experience or something where you're like, "Fuck, I wish I would have done that," or something like that because I've got quite a few I mean if I I'm sure if I think back far enough I'll have quite a few but I just want to prove that we all have them or you you do something to fall off the diet or whatever you go crazy and you're like fuck man I really messed up you saw well, shit <laughs> well before um I got with you as a trainer my previous one allowed me um even during prep cheat day a whole day of cheating anything and everything you can eat from like the 12 a.m. to 12 a.m. type of thing. Jesus. And yeah. <laughs> I would go ape shit. Like, as soon as I get up, I was like, yeah, let's get some fat. Like, I would eat like pancakes and waffles and bacon, like legit bacon, not turkey bacon. Like, yeah, all that stuff. Then, um, if I could fit more food than I would, like I would just overdo it, overeat. And then you can't tell me that's healthy though. I mean, at some point where you like, I've got to be fucking myself up doing this shit. No, I mean, yeah. At, at one point, yeah, I did. It felt like I felt like shit. It always made me feel like shit. Um, worse than a high day did ever. So, yeah, every time. I would have to start over again, like Sunday, Monday, and be like, what the fuck? Like, I'm struggling to get through the week. Well, you spend those first couple of days just trying to get the fucking doo-doo out of your system where you've eaten all that fucking food and it's uncomfortable as shit. Because yeah. I used to do that too. Yeah, it was. <clears throat> um, I'd say the other time would be after this last competition. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't go ape shit, but I just ate what I could throughout the weekend. And I kind of paid for it Sunday night going into Monday since that was like my first day of work here in Vegas. Yeah, that was a horrible night. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, that's always, it just doesn't make sense because your body can only hold so much food and you, you want to pound all that food in there. You spend two, two or three days just getting yourself back on check and think, think of all the depleting you had to do just so you could get away with doing that. It's like if you could like balance it out easier to where you could deplete a little bit and then eat a little bit more and get the same effect. It's, it's, you, have, you have to stay clean for most part, but you can, it's actually more comfortable to diet that way than it is to – go to this extreme and then go to the other extreme on the other side, because then when you get done with the contest or you meet your goal, you're going to go do the extreme again, except you're not going to stop because you don't have another week of dieting come up. Next thing you know, you're fucking 
not able to I always use the reference not being able to breathe when you tie your shoe because that's happened to me quite a few times like that's how i know i'm getting too big is when i've been down and tie my shoe and i can't fucking breathe yeah yeah that's so using the hickey slip-on laces and shit <laughs> I, I the things times that i can remember are you know you're you're dieting and you go you're like you somehow in your head you justify going to go eat something that you're not supposed to have and then you go to a restaurant and you run into somebody you know and you know some of these people are people that talk about dieting they talk about it more than they actually do it and then you see them at a restaurant somewhere and you're like oh i thought you were on a diet and they all feel like shit and you know that's kind of like i used to, it's one of the ways of expressing the walk of shame you know you go somewhere where you know you're not gonna get anything healthy and you run into somebody you know who's heard you talk about dieting and you got to try to justify why you're there and then as you keep talking you just dig the hole deeper and that person you see that person's face they're just like you are so full of shit and <laughs> it sucks because now the people that were if you lost some weight and people were idolizing you or or looking up to you for doing that you just lost all of that from them because you fucked up you know and uh even when the very few instances where I'm like, yeah, you're, you need to have some, some shit food, a cheat day, cheat meal. I don't do a day. And you, you still kind of feel guilty because yeah. you've made yourself like this poster child of, of health. And, you know, granted, if you look good and you stay in shape, do whatever the hell you want, I get it. But, you know, just being the person that, that goes that it just kind of makes you feel like shit sometimes. Like, um, uh, Trying to think of something in particular. So it's like out on the edge of my head, trying to, the, uh, an instance where that happened, where I went somewhere to get something to eat and I ran into someone I knew and I was like, fuck. And then, <laughs> what do you got there? And I'd be like, mind your fucking business. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not, because even when I could, I could actually have some stuff like that, I wouldn't do it because I'd feel so bad. Just, I don't want anybody to see me. And, you know, I tell people, like, yeah. if, if you are feeling shameful like that to where you are eating it and you have to eat it in private because you know you're not supposed to have it or you know you're failing, like, you probably shouldn't be eating it. You know, it's – some people say, no, you need to build your confidence. No, if you're feeling like that, eating something, don't fucking eat it. It means you're not supposed to have it. You know, or people yeah. get so hungry, they diet so hard like you used to and get starving, and then they eat they, – they can they, – oh, I don't care if people see me. I fucking dieted hard this week. And then afterwards, when they see the damage, they're just like, oh, my God. It's not – you almost feel pathetic because you're like, I ate to the point to where I can't even fucking move now. Why? I mean, food is here for survival. Food is here to fuel. Food is not here to make my stomach explode. You know, it just doesn't make sense. And when people talk about, you know, I worked hard all week. I deserve a reward or I deserve a treat. I tell them, like, dude, the reward is being able to get in your pants and not bust the button off of them. That's your fucking reward. Yeah. That reward goes into being better health, into living longer, into feeling more comfortable, into your confidence boosting, into standing up for yourself because you feel better about yourself. Like, that's the fucking reward. Not that you get to eat and get the pitfall back down into where you were. Now, when people get to where they want to be, you can make, like I would say, you can maintain it, have a little bit of what you want here and there because by then you've learned some discipline. And it's easier to maintain than, but when you go from point A to point B, you got to stay strict because it's the quickest way there is a straight line, right? So, well, how many times can I cheat? You know, my birthday's coming up. Like, I don't give a fuck what was coming up. Like, you're going to have plenty of fucking birthdays. Get over it. Or, um, like, you, you know, if, 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 that's, if that's the first thing on your head, in your mind, you're set up for failure anyway. You know, and if it's that big of a deal to you, fucking, you got like three or four weeks, bust ass, and then get in there and have that one day and then get back on track. That's fine. But you're four weeks out and you're already thinking about your birthday and shit. Like you're already, you're, or, or Christmas or some holiday or, you know, or some reason to fucking fall off. You're already thinking of reasons to fall off. So your mindset's already fucked. It's just, I don't know. I've dieted through so many holidays and birthdays. Okay. Like baby G's didn't come here so we could eat a bunch of fucking food on, on one day. You know, that's not why we have Christmas. Yeah. You know, we don't, 
and then you say that, and everybody makes it sound like an asshole, but it's true. I mean, I'm sure he didn't come here, so I, I'm here because I want everybody to eat on my birthday. So I don't think Jesus ever said that, <sighs> or whatever you believe. But yeah, but it's Christmas. Yeah, no shit. It has nothing to do with gorging yourself with fucking food. No, there's. I remember there was an instant. Um, I think uh, you just started doing my diet, and then. I started doing like videos of cooking and stuff like that. I think one time, I think you got you got pissed because it wasn't part of my diet, but I put it in there anyway. I was making my rice with whatever protein I was supposed to eat, uh, turkey or chicken. And I like to make it fried rice style. And I put a whole egg in it. <laughs> when you've seen that. Um, actually, no, you asked me in a car one time, like, oh, why'd you put egg in your meal? I was like, I don't know, because it'll taste better and it's fried rice. And you're like, well, where the fuck does it say that you can have egg with your rice? (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, nowhere? And you were just like, well, is that part of your diet? I was like, no. And then how many more meals are you going to do it like that? I was just like, that one. (laughs) But, like, when you said, when I said, why are you putting an egg in your diet? And you're like, I don't know. That right there should tell you I shouldn't be doing this. It's not about yeah. taste. There's, well, there's other ways to make it taste better, I get. But that it's was about. The, that was in the beginning, so I didn't know that I had to be specifically to your diet. I mean, I well, thought of. But see, that's the thing. Why would I write it out if I didn't want you to be specific? I mean, I didn't know. Back then, I didn't know. Now I know. I yeah, mean, but I mean, when people think about this stuff, and they, because this is the first time I've heard this shit. Well, and, you gotta figure, uh, okay, your, your, your nutrition, your diet are very specific and very, yeah. yeah, I mean, like measurements and everything and the calories and everything. What I came from didn't give me that. I wasn't given that. I was just, oh, have this many ounces of protein, this many ounces of carbs a day, and just make sure you spread it out for six meals. You know, that was what I was doing. That works too, but when you start getting specific in a meal time, like, okay, what meals can I pull the carbs out of and still not lose muscle during my workout and can still lose fat? And I mean, there's, it can get really specific if you want it to. Yeah. Which is what I was looking for when I thought, you out for my diet but the uh like like other people people have said that before where they add stuff well you know i didn't know well it's not on there to do it so don't do it it's if it's not on that piece of paper and you did not make it yourself do not put it in your body yeah because you go to a restaurant and you tell them to make the same thing and there's all this butter and shit on there and you didn't know you got to be careful okay but yeah i was just like speaking out loud because that was like my first time <laughs> from you getting like like was that in your diet I was like no <laughs> yeah just you're not the first one it's okay no no I mean yeah but I mean you think about what's in the egg and stuff and it's not needed for that certain meal but yeah. uh, there's been times where I've justified doing dumbass shit. Like when I first started doing this, I didn't know what I was doing. I would just try to diet and compete, and I had no idea. Like, I would just guess at stuff. I would. I used to think that high carb days are what people call now refeed. Which some of these bodybuilding terms piss me off. Like refeed. Like what? You, you, why are you refeeding? Like you feed. You feed all the time. Re, like you sound like you fucked up feeding the first time, so you got to do it again. I don't understand what that. What that's why you say refeed. Like, you're not feeding through the whole week? Like, because last time I checked, you're eating all the fucking time if you're on a, on a diet, especially for a bodybuilder. So what are you refeeding? Did you mess up meal two? You having it twice? Like, I don't fucking get that. Why that term? <laughs> Anyways, when you do, like, the higher carb day, we used to just eat whatever. Like, whatever carbs, rice, like, little chips, rice cakes, fucking, like, trail mix, all kinds of stuff. And I would use it to justify eating whatever the hell I wanted. Like, even, like, pizzas and shit. And, like, I... I still could drop some weight, but it wasn't as efficient. I felt like shit. Yeah. So, um, I stopped doing that. It was it turned into a cheat day is what it did, and it was just horrible. Because on those days, I would feel so bad because you know, I'm real sensitive to 
processed foods and stuff, like especially like dairy and, and gluten and stuff, like it messes me up. So if I do a high carb day and I mean a lot of gluten stuff, man, I'm going to be out of commission. It's going to mess me up. So I usually didn't start seeing really good results until I started eating clean all the time. <sighs> like the only time I eat what I want is if I'm trying, if I'm not dieting for a contest, I'll do it once a week. But yeah, eating structured year round is like the way to go. Cause if you're, a little bit overweight, you just tweak something and it comes right off. You don't have to restart this whole fucking diet. Yeah. But I mean, just the shame and shit you would feel afterward. People would watch you eating it and they're like, you, you try to explain why you're doing it to justify having it. And then as you're explaining it, you know in your head you're full of shit. <laughs> well, it's a higher carb day, you know, so I just eat whatever I want. Stuff like, well, don't you measure it? Don't you eat rice? No, I eat like rice cakes and Nutri-Green bars and fucking pizza and shit because, you know, it's carbs. And people are like, dude, what the fuck? Dude, shut up. Right? Why you I used to drink on my fucking high days. On the, I used to just get drunk that night. And I would try to justify it. And I'd be like, dude, I'm, what the fuck? Are you serious? Like, now I look back, I wish I could have smacked myself in the fucking face. You know? And I'll tell you another that not food related but produces the same uh, feelings is the Facebook photo thing. Because, you know, you got people on Facebook and they have their chosen photos with the little aerial view where they can push the hips back and their boobs cover their waistline and all that. <laughs> and uh, But then and for guys, it's like, you know, they're sitting in the back of the crowd with their head sticking through because they don't want to see anybody see that they're overweight. And then you have the pictures people tag you and that you have no control over. And those show you like full on and you're like, fuck, man. Like now these people are going to see this shit and you don't want to tell them to take it down because then you're going to show you're insecure as shit and you're going to yeah. catch hell for that. But you leave it up and you're just like, fuck, you know, like all these people are going to see it. And now, you know, what do I do? And do I remove the tag? Well, they're going to see that. And you just go into this paranoia snowball effect of just, driving yourself fucking mad. So when I did that short video during the week, I was like, like I'm big on fixing problems at the source, not putting a Band-Aid on it. Like, don't pour more water in the bucket. Fix the goddamn holes in the bucket. It's And the way to fix that problem is if you're not happy with how you look, fucking fix it. Yeah. That way, all your photos look fine. Don't go and try to chase down every photo or, or th every time a photo is taken, do a 20 checkpoint list to make sure you're going to look all right in that photo just fucking look good all the time and you got to worry about it yep you know i mean that I, you know i usually take a, a more asshole approach to this shit but i mean it's fucking true like you don't like how you look fucking fix it and then you don't have to worry about photos ever again <laughs> i don't understand that and i mean I've, i'm guilty but i don't worry about it now you shit but I've had people post shit up on me, and I'm like, oh, my God, I can look like that. But I'm not going to, hey, can you take that down? Because what's that make me look like? That makes me look even worse. Like, oh, he's out of shape and stuff, and he even knows it. And he still doesn't do anything about it. And now he's insecure as fuck. So I don't want to portray that image. So I was like, okay, I got to fix myself. Yeah. And, uh, I've seen people, well, I lived, um, in a, well, I live in an apartment building now, but you can see the people that are overweight, like you never see them eat or go out anywhere to eat, but then like middle of the night, two in the morning or some shit, you'll see them come back with, or four in the morning with the humongous McDonald's food bag, like two, like look like they're feeding a family, but you know, they live alone and they're like looking around before they walk into the room. Like I've seen this shit. Like I have fucking seen it. I, and they're looking around before they go and like, dude, if you go through that whole emotional process just to take some food to your apartment, there is a goddamn problem. And I'm not saying the, the problem is you need to change the way you think about, like, you got to convince yourself it's okay to eat, to overeat like that. Like, most people, oh, you just be happy with how you, how you are. You know, just go ahead and eat all the pizzas and shit. No, that's not how you fix it. You fix it by unfucking the problem that's making you feel like that. You know, I mean, actually put some effort and fix yourself. And that way, if you, if you are happy with how you are, then every once in a while when you do eat like that, you're not going to go through this emotional downward spiral when you fucking do it. Yeah. And some the people will fucking... Like, jump through hoops, just, you know, it's funny, because they put all this effort in discreetly eating, where if you put that effort into the gym and diet, you would be in shape. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's too hard for me to do. Well, I'll tell you what, sneaking a Big Mac to your room at four in the morning is pretty goddamn hard, and you managed to pull it off. 
right, because, you know, whether it's on a military base where everybody's up doing PT or here in IA where all the fucking crackheads are up and shit, everybody's going to see you. So you're going to get caught and you try really hard to do it. I mean, you should try really hard to do the opposite and get, get yourself together. And people don't get enough of this. They don't get enough of this encouragement, enough of this constructive criticism. They're, we're being taught that everything's okay and that you should be happy with yourself. Yeah, you should be happy with yourself. If you're not, fix it. Not, this is how, I, this is how God made me, so I'm going to stay like this. God didn't make you fucking 300 pounds of 40% body fat. You made you that. Yep. You have to unfuck that. You have, if you're not happy with that, you are the one that fucking fixes it. And people have a hard time with that. They, they, they will, because so, so many people are so many, they, I, I'm happy the way I am. You having to say that to me tells me that you're not. <clears throat> because you're trying so hard to convince yourself that it's true that you're telling everybody this. It's like how you can't follow a diet, but you're going to tell everybody about the new diet you're on and tell them how much weight you've lost when we haven't seen shit just so you can get that um, affirmation that something's happening. When really, if you were on a diet and you were getting results, you wouldn't have to tell a shit because we could see it when you walk in the door. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, oh, I forgot where I was going with this. I lost my train of thought. Oh, people being happy themselves, yeah. So, you can say it all you want, but the more you go out of your way to tell me that, it's just for lack of better reference off the top of my head, because I've also seen this firsthand, guys that overly try to portray that they like having sex with females all the time and it comes out they're gay. You know, same, same shit. I, I know, I, I've seen it firsthand. Dude, let's go get some girls. Dude, did you see that girl? Oh my God, girl's hot. Dude, I banged like 40 girls over the weekend. No, you didn't. And come to find out, guys see him with a dude in a gay bar somewhere. Like, dude, why didn't you just tell us you were gay? Like, fuck, it's like 2000, it was like 2010 at the time. Like, you're okay. Same shit. Uh, I get so mad when people want to, they, they want to talk about doing shit, but don't want to do shit. Yeah. I used I mean, I did it too when I first got into diet. It's all I would talk about and I would get the least results. And I don't even fucking, fucking talk about it now. I eat my fucking turkey and taco seasoning at work, at, at the gym, and don't tell anybody. I'm trying, let's say, if they ask, I'll say, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to get a little shape before I go home. You know, well, what are you doing? I'm just, just dieting. No big deal. Well, bro, I'm doing taking all my carbs. I'm counteracting the ratios of the fats. And then I want to do, I don't get in all that shit. You want, you want to know, you want to know that much? Hire me. You want to know that much? You fucking hire me. I'll, teach, I'll tell you all that. Yeah, I'm not going to sit there, especially at work where that's what I talk about all day with clients. Yeah. It's not like I get tired of talking about it. It's just, you know, I'm going to do my thing. And if you want to know, ask, but I'm not going to sit there and sit around a table and talk about competing and all my diets and shit because that's all everybody talks about. You know, it just. Yeah. I always, I always end up doing shittier when I talk about it all the time anyway. So, you know, bro, what do you got today? You got legs or chest? What is it to you? You going to fucking work out me? No, mind your goddamn business. <laughs> Fuck. If you stay here long enough, you'll see what the fuck I'm doing. And if you want to jump in, fine. <laughs> well, who gives a shit what the fuck I'm doing? I'm not going there and working out for you. Shit. I'm a little, I'm a little bitter today because I don't know why I'm so fucking tired. Like, I went to bed, slept fine. And you, you can see on it right now, I got bags under my eyes. And I'm sleeping like six, seven hour, six, six hours a night. And I look like I haven't slept in days. I don't know what the hell my problem is. I know what to tell you. I'm worn out as hell, though. I think, like, all the dieting and all the experimenting on – because, I mean, I've been experimenting with different diets and doing shit for, like, the past year, maybe more. And I'm now actually on a track where I'm just dieting just to get it off instead of dieting to test shit out. So results are coming now, but my body's so fucking worn out. I'm just like, dude. And um, – which I'm glad I did because I learned a lot of shit and a lot of holes I had in my program. Like, I know why shit – I would know shit would work, but I didn't know why. I figured it out and I'm actually really fucking stoked and happy because these next few months for everybody is going to be very good. And, uh, plus when I go home for that short five days, I'm, I'm just going to eat and rest. I might go to the gym once just cause all my buddies still go there. And uh, cause we only have one gym in the whole County because I'm in the middle of fucking bum fuck Egypt, North Carolina, North Carolina. 
So I'll go there. I might go there one day because my parents live literally like 200 yards down the street from the fucking gym. So I might mm-hmm. go over there and work out once and see how it is. And then um, I'm not going to eat a lot like shit, but I mean, I'm going to try to eat decent, but it is the South and, and none of my family knows how to eat. They just, they just eat. Yeah. And uh, so hopefully that'll be enough to recover. Then I, I was going to look up, see how many weeks I had to the last contest and I could see if I could make it. I think I'm really going to shoot for it. When do you leave? I leave the fifth, the fourth, and I come back the ninth of September. Okay. Okay. And so the, the next eight, one would be Sean Ray. I'm not the Aloha. There's no way. Well, Aloha Marshall. No way. No way oh, there's there's the Ma- the Maui Ikaika. I'm not going to another island. Okay, Sean Ray. Then. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not paying a ticket to go to another island and do all that. It's, it's, I'll wait till next year. You, you, if you come down here, you're not doing Maui. Well, I said I'll wait till next year. Oh my gosh! God. <sighs> but I think I'm pretty sure I can make it. But anyway, I'm not gonna be eating too bad when I'm down there. I'm gonna try to go to a, a drag brunch on Sunday because I can't make a drag show because my sister's wedding's on Saturday night. But yeah. I've never been to I've never been to a brunch. I always just go to the shows. So. I'm kind of excited. I hope there is a drag brunch that Sunday because I'm going to try to get up early and drive down to Charlotte to go. And so if I do find one, keep an eye on my fucking Instagram and shit because I'll be blowing it the fuck up with some queens from the South. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm, 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 I know this is like completely not even close to what we said we were going to talk about, but like I've only seen that scene here in Hawaii. I want to go see it in the South. I want to see how the queens are down there and how the shows are and stuff. So. I'm like super fucking stoked to see how it is, you know? So, um, I don't know. I don't know why. I'm just excited. I want to see how it is compared to here. I know the performers here are top notch, but I bet you I'll probably see some stuff down there I haven't seen before. So Probably, yeah. Now, the reason we're talking about these um, acts of shame with, you know, I'll tell you another one. When you fucking miss the gym and then you feel like shit. Oh, yeah. You make up yeah. some dumbass excuse for not going, and then you sit on the couch and you watch TV. You're like, man, I could have went to the gym. Man, I feel so fat right now. Man, we're like, well, man, you should have come up with a lame ass excuse. Man, you should have got off your ass, and went to the fucking gym. And then people just, you feel like shit. I'm like, dude, you know this is gonna happen. And you fucking do it again. And uh, yeah. yeah, so that's another one. Um, I cannot think of the last time I did that. I was actually sick and I took off because so it was a legit excuse. So I really didn't feel bad. I didn't give a fuck. I was like, I'm going to bed. Fuck you guys. And I went to bed. I think that's why you were still here. I can't remember. It was a while back. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I think you were really sick that time. You had to take off like a few days. I can't remember what was wrong. I didn't throw up, but I know it was really bad. No, I think it was like that bug that everybody else was getting. Oh. Yeah, but yeah. there's sometimes where people just not go, <clears throat> and you sitting around the house not doing shit. You know you could have went, you know, or or you go but you miss car. You you try to talk yourself out of doing cardio and you do, and then you feel like shit after that. It's just you know you're gonna feel better when you do it the right way, so you might as well do it the right way. Um, I'm trying to think of more specific instances. I remember one time I was four weeks out from my first contest and I had convinced myself it was okay to drink 40s of Mickey's ice and eat Taco Bell for a cheat meal. And <laughs> I went out and bought this shit and I sat down and I was like, yeah, I got four weeks left, man. I'll be good. And I got in the way when I used to drink, if I drank, I would not stop. Like, like if I could walk to a store, fucking, I'm, I'm going to get tore up from the floor up till the sun comes up. Just fucking, I mean, and, and that's what I would do. And I knew once I started getting like get 140 in my system, it's over. So that, <laughs> that was, that was pretty bad. And but not, needless to say, I looked like shit for that contest, but that was one specific incident. I remember sometimes where I would go fast food and I would walk back to my place and I'd hope nobody drove by and saw me carrying the bag because I wasn't supposed to be having that shit. Because, and that's what, you know, that's what people get for talking so much shit about being on a diet. Well, I'm on a diet. I'm on a diet. The minute you fuck up, everybody's going to see you, and they're just going to be like, 
eh, point the finger at you. So, you know, you're better off just keep your mouth shut anyway. If people want to know what you're doing, they're going to ask. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> so that's stuff like that. And, uh, or coming up, a lot of things I can think of is like lame ass excuses. But I mean, those are, I can't think of any particular. I think I can think of once people told me that I knew they were full of shit, but I'm not going to go into calling people out today. But the reason, we, reason we're going into this is because there's something I want to talk about in particular about envisioning the end result of what you want. There's, and I've told competitors this too, I, I try to do things to put in their head what they're going to see at the very end. And one instance, I'll give you a couple instances, but one is when you get like a figure, a bikini girl, and they want to go eat some bullshit food. I'm on my period. I have to have chocolate. You don't have to have shit. All right. If you don't have chocolate, I guarantee you will wake up the next morning and not be dead. Don't eat the fucking chocolate. You know, and then I don't know what it is with periods and chocolate for fuck's sake. And then they'll do it and tell me, and, and I mean, they should tell me because that way I know not to mess with their diet because they're the one that fucked up. But I am going to give them some shit. And usually I'll say something like, well, I hope it was good because when you go up there and you finish like sixth or seventh place or maybe even like fourth place, you can tell one, two, and three place that, oh, I was going to beat you guys, but I had to have chocolate when I was on my period. And then we're going to sit there and watch them laugh at you when you say that. <laughs> and usually that's the last time I hear of any bullshit happening. So if they are still doing it, they're not telling me. But I'm not going to hold my tongue because somebody needs to tell you that shit so you wake the fuck up. Yeah. And – um I usually tell people, like, especially the, once again, the competitors, because I have to put shit into perspective for them. Like, listen, you're not dieting to get baby weight off. You're not dieting to fit into that fucking summer dress or what the fuck ever. You are trying to compete like a goddamn athlete. All right. So you have to understand that you're going on stage against girls, because usually I get first timers, are going against girls that have been doing this shit for a living, been doing this for their lifestyle. And you are pretty much, you pretty much, if you want to be an athlete, you got to fucking eat, train, and sleep, and act like a damn athlete. So, yeah. whatever you think you're going to look like, it better not look like shit. Envision what you're going to look like. And when you come to a fork in the road where you can either do what you're supposed to do or fuck shit up, ask yourself, that person that you're trying to be, that version of you, what would they do in that situation? And that's what you do. Mm -hmm. If you're in a bind where you don't have your food with you, there's restaurants around instead of just going to Panda Express and getting balls deep in some fucking chicken or whatever, like sit there and start thinking, okay, if this were the version of me that won, won the contest coming up in six weeks, what would I do? What would that guy do? What would that version of Hodge do? And then you start thinking, oh, now you're troubleshooting. Now you're actually wanting to, because it's kind of pushing perspective. Like now you want to get to that point even more because you can see it in your head. And you're going to start thinking better. You're going to start approaching problems better when you do that. And um, because I noticed this when I first started training people that never been in shape and they would get kind of fussy when you tell them the shit they have to do. But once they drop like five, 10 pounds, it puts that light at the end of the tunnel and they actually believe they can get there. And they go from being the person that's slipping up on the diet to actually carrying the fucking cooler around with them everywhere to make sure they don't miss meals because they know it works. So you have to, you have to put that, version of them in their head at some point so that they have a vision so they're going towards something and every time they hit a bad spot just be like what would that person do mm -hmm. all right would they would they would they go in the bag of cookies and shit with their friends just so they can have some friends or are they gonna or are they gonna be the oddball eating the fucking chicken in the back they're gonna be the fucking oddball and then all the other little friends of yours are gonna want to be the oddball too because you do you're doing better than they are but uh, that, that's that, that's how that is the number one way to solve any problems. Think about what would that version of you do, and you and the wheel is that will get the wheels turning to where you'll think of something, and then if not, just message me. Nobody, I can always tell when people go on a trip or something, they're dieting with me. When they don't contact me, it's either somebody that's been with me for a while and they already know what to do, or they're not following because. I'm on call with all these problems. I'm not hearing from them. That's anybody. That's not even on trips. It's anybody in general. When I stop yeah. hearing from someone, I know it's over. 
So, you know, you gotta, if you can't, if, even if you have an idea, just say, hey, I'm thinking about doing this instead because I'm in this situation. I'll say, yeah, you're there. I'll say, hey, don't do that, but do this instead. At least you're trying to fucking do something. That's what happens. When you start trying, like a lot of these, you know, people ask, how do you know how to do all this stuff? Because I've fucking been there, man. Like I've been in your shoes. I know what to do. I've troubleshot this shit before. It's just like, how do your parents know you're going to crawl through the fucking window because you were out all night? Because they used to do the same shit. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's what you have to do. You have to get that vision in your head of what you're wanting to accomplish. Even if you don't know what a, what a in-shape Beachbody version of you looks like, make something up. Put your head on a fucking picture of Schwarzenegger. I don't give a fuck. Do whatever it takes so you have something to strive for. Because if you're taking, if you're reaching around in the dark with a blindfold on, you ain't going to get shit. That even goes for working out when you do certain exercises. If you don't know how it feels to stimulate that muscle alone, you're reaching around in the dark. That's why when I get somebody new, I have to force them to do certain things to hit that muscle so those nerve endings get stronger so that they can trigger that muscle better and isolate it because it, it prevents the reaching around in the dark shit. You're not just moving weight hoping you hit something. Yeah. So envision, people. Get that vision. <laughs> shit. That's why I watch a lot of bodybuilding videos and stuff. So I, I get keeping that mindset. You know, sometimes I have to, I have to go back from listening to music when I train to not listening to music when I train. Cause sometimes when I listen to music, when I train, it works for a while. Then after a while I just get lost in it. My ADD kicks in. I just sit there and stare at the wall and listen to songs for fucking 20 minutes. So I have to train without, and then that gets boring. Then I just go back to training with. And sometimes, yeah. I, sometimes I do better training alone, and sometimes I don't do better training alone. It depends on who I'm with. You know, it's, um, you know, I, just my personality, mindset alone, I constantly have to change shit up. Not with food, but with the way I do shit, because, you know, what works now is not going to work two weeks from now, and that's just how I am. Thank you. So, okay. It sucks, but, like, if I listen to music every day when I train in my headphones, it's going to get old really quick, especially for listening to the same shit. So I got, I noticed I have to find different genres of music that make me feel just as excited because I don't have to be like fired up, fired up because I, I tend to get angry when I like that. I don't want to be, I can live just as good being happy. I don't have to be like, oh, yeah, fucking Facebook, bro. I don't have to do all that shit. That shit's dumb. <laughs> like you, you can either move the weight or you fucking can't. But I have to, I, you know, it helps if I'm in a really good mood. So one day that could be Iron Maiden or Pantera, and the next day it could be fucking Lady Gaga's art pop album. It just depends on what I'm feeling that day. And I will fucking rotate music just that that extreme. Yeah. Like, if you go to where I, where I train, and you go in there while I'm training, if I'm playing the music, you can hear anything from fucking um, Duran Duran to fucking um, – Pantera or even hate breed to Lady Gaga and that's all my shit and I don't fucking care because if that's that's what I want to listen to that day and I'm listening to it my workout's going to be 10 times better so surprisingly nobody complains about the Lady Gaga I think a couple guys like it they're just afraid to admit it probably I'm not afraid to admit it I'll blast that shit like a motherfucker yeah I'll sing it if I knew the dance but I'm too white I would dance <laughs> Oh, that's just how it is. But, uh, yeah, I got to – it just depends. I just got to – you got people got to stay focused. They lose that focus. The minute their everyday habits come back to haunt them, they seem to fall back into it. And they, they lose their vision. And um, then, the, like, the day after it happens, they start feeling like shit, and they have to go through that period of shame. It's like, man, you got to find something to keep yourself focused, to keep you from having to sneak Big Macs in your fucking room at four in the morning or to run to the kitchen when everybody's asleep and eat their fucking, eat the fucking kids' gummy bears or some shit. You know, you got to find ways to not do that. And I think one of the best ways is to start envisioning what you want to be and start zoning. You have to get that tunnel vision. You know, we I mean, don't yeah. completely blow everybody off, but... You know, there's times where I've been asked to go out and do shit. And I'm like, man, you know, I know I'm not, I'm going to slip up somewhere if I go, I better want to stay at home this weekend. Or if I know when I had enough time and me and you both would do this, we would just take our shit and eat it before we go in and eat when we come out. We're fine. Yeah. Because I mean, we'd only, if we, uh, well, let's, the only time we went to a club was, was Scarlet anyway. So 
we would just eat before the go into the drag. By the end of the drag show, it's been two and a half, three hours. We just eat again and go home, and we're fine. So we really don't break the diet doing. That's why I don't mind going down there. Cause yeah. I don't stay there. I don't. If I drink anything, it's like a water or sugar-free Red Bull. So I'm not like pounding drinks and eating shit food. <laughs> yeah. So. Yep. All right. You you can talk. I talk too much. I wanted to go back to where you were talking about how um, the new ones, like, or just your clients in general would say or not um, speak to you if they're off track or if they're, or if they already know what they're doing and whatnot. I've known people that have done that with other coaches and I don't think it's cool. You know, I'm really big for owning up for your shit. Even if I fuck up, I'll man up and say I fucked up. I used to not be like that. I used to try to justify a way to make me not wrong. But uh, mm -hmm. sometimes when the person you're arguing with can um, make you see it, I, uh, I, I've, I've learned to just, it's better just to own up for it. Because if you try to get around it, you're just digging the hole deeper. Yeah. Yeah. So... I would rather somebody say, hey, I fucked up. I, you know, I used to have one. She, sometimes she'd be like, I'm not even sending pictures tomorrow because I'm going to go out and get fucked up tonight. I'm like, all right, cool. Just don't blame me when you don't have results on Monday. If you tell me, and that's fine because I know not to change anything because you didn't follow it. That's cool. But don't go and do something you're not supposed to do and be like, I don't understand why it's not working. Don't fucking do that shit. Because I can tell, I can tell when people aren't following. I can look at the photos, I can ask them questions, and when they start telling me stuff, I'm like, "Yeah, it's not jiving. Something's not right." Mm -hmm. So, and I could go into some detailed instances, but I don't want to. I won't say names, but I can go into the instance, and people would know who I'm talking about. So I'm not going to do that. But there has been times where I, they, somebody has not told me, and I have tried, you know, because I know three or four different, if not more different ways to diet people down. And when I know none of them are working, I know it's not me. And that's happened with people and they've used that to get pissed and leave and I'll fuck you, I'll, I'll never come back. And then like six months down the road, I get this message from them saying, hey, sorry, this is what happened. And they were fucking up the whole time. Yeah. So, and, and it sucks because when they do that to me, it starts making me think my process is wrong and I start troubleshooting shit that is working. It's just they're not following. Yeah. So if they could have been honest, then we could have either parted ways earlier or we could have gotten on track earlier or something without all the unnecessary tweaking of the diet I had to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've had that happen a few times. Not tell me shit. Or they disappear, they disappear. And, uh, you know, why, why do that? I mean, you're just, just say you don't want to come back, man. Like, that's fine. You ain't gonna hurt my feelings. Yeah. I'm not, I, I don't mess well with everybody. If you're, if you're wanting that pat on the back, you know, just work and you'll be fine. You know, you can eat whatever you, if you want that, like reassurance, no matter if you're doing good or not, go to a corporate gym. You're not going to get that with me. Yeah. All right. You come to me when you are ready to fucking go, when you're ready to cut the bullshit and you're like, I want this weight off. I will do whatever it takes to get it off because only then with that mindset is any program going to work hundred percent. You might get on something to lose five or 10 pounds, but that person you envision, you're never going to get there. You'll, you'll lose a little bit of weight and you'll justify, well, this is good. I did really good. And then you'll fall off again because you just wanted that quick fix just to make your head feel better. When you are dead serious, like, I am sick and tired of this fucking shit. I will do whatever it takes. That's when somebody's actually ready to listen, and the results will be incredible. Yeah. And that's usually when they come to me because, you know, I don't sugarcoat. I don't try to hide the plan that works into this beautiful system that comes in a little cute box I hand you. I tell you straight up, like, this is what you got to do. I don't want to do that. Well, bye. Get the fuck out of here because you're not going to see anything. Like, I, I try to cut the bullshit period out of there and get straight to work because we got to get this done. Yep. So people usually come to me when they are, they will do whatever it takes and they're serious 
and, and or they have failed so many times that they have no choice but to do the methods that I'm giving them. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Speaking of, it's almost time to go prep all my food for the week, or at least for a couple days. Alrighty. And watch. I don't know. Like I'm, I've almost out. I've almost watched everything worth of shit on Prime and Netflix. So I gotta find what I want to watch today while I'm cooking. I got something. Oh, so if you ever get a new TV, like a flat screen or smart TV, you should get LG. I got an LG. It's actually pretty good because yeah. um, they have this. Um, because um, it's an LG, they have this thing where uh, you get some cable cable networks, I guess, some yeah. cable channels, and you only pay like twenty five bucks a month versus like everybody else is like hundred or hundred fifty and whatever bullshit. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I um. I need to get something so I can watch the football games. Because mm -hmm. the Jets are supposed to have a decent year this year, and I want I want to witness this this, <laughs> this incredible feat that's supposed to never happen. So, yeah. Uh, I think we pretty mm -hmm. much we went on a tangent. We covered the topic. Just uh, if yeah. you if you if you're on a program to get somewhere and you're doing something that's going to make you feel shameful, you probably shouldn't fucking do it. Um. Uh, and if you're having a hard time staying on track, envision who you're supposed, who you're wanting to be, or the version of you you're wanting to be, and ask yourself what they would do. It's just like the you remember back in the '90s they had the "What Would Jesus Do" bracelets. <laughs> yeah. But whatever acronym, what what would a jacked up, pissed off, bald headed Hodges do, and make those bracelets, and then everybody else stay on the plans. <laughs> Definitely. I think that would work better. Yeah. That'd be <sighs> fun. And put your face on it with that, that Popeye look. Not the Popeye look. <laughs> All right. Guys, hope you enjoyed it. If you, if you want us to talk about a certain topic, um, just message me. My email is hodgeapp at gmail.com. It's H-O-D-G-E-A-P-P at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Facebook. It's Hodge Trainer. Or on my Facebook page, Jet Hodges. Or my Instagram. What's my Instagram? Hodge underscore built 808. So you see a bald-headed, bearded, white guy. That's me. So uh, I think, you know, I, I was thinking about next week, I want to talk about, like, the whole refeed, like, carb, uh, carb cycling thing, going to something a little bit more yeah. technical. Maybe. Okay. I can do more motivating stuff, but I don't know what motivating to talk about right now. I'll probably think something by next week. Something will happen. I'll get pissed, and I want to talk about it. But, uh, <laughs> like I said, remember, remember why you do this. Find, uh, like, I watch a lot of bodybuilding documentaries and stuff that, that keep me on track. Like, I have Generation Iron. I have... I think I've got one. I've got three. I've got the Kevin Lavroni documentary. And I used to have a lot of all the Jay Cutler workout videos because I used to love Jay Cutler. I still do. But he was the, he was the look in the 90s that, that got me into bodybuilding because he looked so awesome in those muscle tick ads and shit. So, or watch, if you don't get fired up watching Branch Warren shit, you got a fucking problem. You need to go get your hormones checked or something because <laughs> you ain't got any testosterone in your body. Watch that motherfucker throw shit across the gym and scream and stuff. You don't get fired up with all that music playing and stuff. You got problems. So <clears throat> I like I used to have his um I had his train insane. I had his unchained raw reality video. I used to watch this before going to the gym. It was just loud music and throwing shit. It's like, yeah, it was like complete hundred percent drunk redneck. I'm like, fuck yeah. When you go to the gym and just go <laughs> and uh Maybe I should get like that again. I, I usually don't pull that out anymore. I try to keep calmer because the times that I do get like that, people look at me like I'm retarded. But it's not my gym. I don't want to be breaking shit. Like, I used to train and try to get really violent and stuff because I like training like that. But past, like, like, 10 years, I've been calm. I mean, I still pull and do what I got to do and push and fucking train hard. But, you know, I don't get, like, re retarded. Sorry, you shouldn't say retarded. 
I don't get like insane crazy like I used to when I was younger. And yeah. It's not because I'm older because I feel better that I'm older. Yeah. But I don't know. But I, I watched a lot of Bibling. The, the Ronnie Coleman one on Netflix is one of my fucking favorites. Yeah, that's. I've, I, I think I've watched it like ten times already. No <laughs> shit. And though when it first at, towards like the middle, like early middle of the video where they first talk about Ronnie and it shows the the old clips of him when he was big, you're like, holy shit, I forgot how big that motherfucker was. And he was Mr. Olympia. Like when I was getting into bodybuilding, like Dorian Yates had just left and Ronnie Coleman was getting into it. And um, you're like, dude, what, what is that? Like the mothership dropped him off and he started winning fucking Olympias. Like yeah. shit was hanging off of him. Like what the fuck? And it's just, when I was first into bodybuilding, I didn't like his look. I didn't like him. All I was a Jay Cutler fan. Like, I was just got pissed because he beat Jay Cutler. But yeah. now looking back, I'm like, that guy was unfucking real. Like, Jesus, I wish I could have seen him in his prime in person. I mean, he's big. And there's other bodybuilders that are kind of that big now. But just the way it was put together on him in his earlier prime, like before his waist got too big, was just uncanny. When you looked like, what the fuck is that? And dude, it was just yeah. amazing. And <laughs> people can say the drug card or not. You can take all the drugs in the world. You can't get that goddamn big. Like there was something special about the way he trained, the way he ate. Because yeah. everybody up there was taking the same shit. And he happened to be on another goddamn level compared to those fucking guys. Yeah. And you watch his story about where he started from getting his fucking ass handed to him to winning the 98 Olympia. If you don't get motivated watching that shit, you got a fucking problem. Because that dude literally started from the fucking bottom and just did not quit and would go to, go to the smartest people that were beating him and learn what he could learn, which is a problem I have. I'm too stubborn. But, and he would just, he just kept going until he finally fucking won. You're like, dude, if, if everybody else could apply that same kind of fucking motivation to themselves, imagine what, what could get done. Yeah. So, in fact, I might go watch that right now while I go prep my food. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. I'll see you all later. See ya.